Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Um, kind of an expurgated version of our of our podcast this evening. Uh, as it stands right now, we only have a couple of folks that have joined us, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to get the information that you crave by not having the other folks here. And uh, we will still be able to provide you with, well, as much as we can about uh, about Liga Mekis and the in the world of, of, of soccer, the sport that we uh, that we know and love so much. A lot of stuff has happened over the past week. I uh, had a jornada doble, which uh, finished last night in the Estadio Azteca. We'll talk about that. Also want to go into a little bit more of the uh, fallout that has happened with World Cup qualifying, uh, particularly here in the U.S., with, uh, at least with how it was covered. I think that it's uh, very interesting to uh, discuss that with uh, how many, how many, how many folks... Uh, raised their hand and said, I told you so, even though they never said anything to, uh, at all in, 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 in any capacity over the past, oh, I don't know, 10 years. But we'll talk about that as well. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you aboard uh, with us tonight. Uh, we are live on the YouTube. And, of course, you can listen to this and all of our previous editions on uh, Google Play and also at the Podcast Center on iTunes. So glad to have you with us tonight. And uh, glad to have uh, Joel Aceves joining us from California. Joel, how are you? I'm doing good, John. Glad to be back on the show. Glad to have you back, Joel. And uh, I, I wish that, that we, we we'd come back under under better terms, at least for for you and for and for the oh. Chivas fans. <laughs> and I was I was I was telling y'all last night. I I got up to I think what to Chivas has scored. You know the game's going to settle down, and I went up to take care of some 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 personal items. And then I come back, and and it's and not two minutes later, and it's two to one, and America had taken over the game, and. Boom, boom, and and that was that. And uh, for Chivas, just could not recover. They they could not do anything after that and for the next uh, twenty three, twenty four minutes or whatever it was, and just did not have any. Yeah, any it, luck it with seemed, the ball. It seemed as soon as America equalized, it's like you know Chivas became deflated, and just the whole game was lost at that point. So it was a bit. It's a bit sad to see it, uh, see them lose that way. You know, and it always that always strikes me as puzzling. You know, reading the, uh, the the aftermath. You know, you know, both from coaches and from from uh, reporters that were there in the, in the stands. And you know, almost every single one of them, even even Pio Herrera said to a man, said, "Well, you know, Guadalajara played better tonight, but you know, America." <laughs> and, and I think that we need to. I mean, that to me is a, is a, is a part of soccer that just that just needs to. I mean, it needs to end because, okay, great. So, so a team played better, but they still lost. I mean, I mean, what is the point in saying that that a team played better? I mean, it's I've never understood. I mean, now as a Chivas fan, is, is that consolation for you? Well, you know, we lost the game, no, but, but I, but at least we played better. So I, I not, it, it is for my Chihuahuano Rigo, who's not here right now, but not for me, John. I'd like to go back to that San Paoli quote when he he talked about possession uh and he equated it with you know buying drinks and you know to a girl in a bar all night only for someone else to take her home at night to come and swoop in and uh and, and close yeah. the deal yeah and then you know and then you're like well that's okay because I, I had more possession you know that's right that's uh, right so <laughs> I, I, I had seven i had 73 percent of her attention throughout the whole night and and you know there's always that thing that's called uh you know, it's like false possession. You know, it, you see, it looks looks like you're playing better, or 
you're more in control, but if you're not creating dangerous opportunities, then it's it's all for nothing. So I mean, I I, I think uh, Piojo had his game plan and he carried it out. Uh, I wish I had the stat with me and I was gonna save it, but he's he's right now the highest rated uh, Mexican Liga coach. Second to him is uh, Mohamed. Right. Piojo right now is just, just on stats alone. I think it's for the last three seasons or something like that, three or four. But he's he's right now, and and you know, so I, I just I was seeing some of the, so I was reading some of the tweets during the game, and people were seem to be like, as if Piojo didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, nah, come on, man. He he's been around long. He's been around a really long time. People just don't don't forget, you know. I don't know how many remember when he was at at Atlante. He was at Atlante. He was at. Uh, he's been at Monterrey. He was at. Uh, you know, at Tacos when they descended. He was at Veracruz when they descended. I mean, he. Yeah. You know, Piojo is one of the few coaches, and I think that this is so important for people uh, to understand that uh, that understand both sides of the business. You know, he's won and he's lost, and uh, the, you know there aren't that many coaches that can say that. So I think that that, and, and especially with what's happened to him. Over the past couple of years, I mean, I mean, it is it is it is very obvious to me uh, that, that 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 humbled him. I mean, he 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 he. I mean, you know, he's he's changed his image. You know, he's got a different haircut. And I, I know that that seems goofy, but I mean, it 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 means it means a lot. I mean, your your image is 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 equally. You know, he didn't look like like Captain Caveman anymore. Your or uh, or uh, <laughs> who was uh, was it uh, was it Pablo Marmol? Is that uh, is that who Barney Rubble was in Spanish? Was it Pablo Marmol? Oh man, I, I never saw. Yeah. I, I, aside from Los Pica Piedra, I don't, I don't really know the the other names. Right. Yeah. So 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 I mean, he's changed, and and, and he's obviously a much more mature coach. You know, he's not yeah. you know hell bent on on using the five three two or the you know whatever yeah. formation. Was, and, uh, and 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 it, it doesn't shock me that you say that. Uh, you know that it, as far as measurables you know the, you know the whatever they use for Liga MX metrics to say you know who's you know more efficient or 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 or, or rated higher it, it doesn't shock me at all that Piojo is 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 at the top of the list yeah and, and you know cuz cuz the whole Piojo mania didn't really take off until he had that that one win with America over Cruz Azul that one epic final it didn't look like a movie it's raining uh, you know, and his reaction and all that—that that, that's when his his popularity just you know it it just blew up, and then just his whole run at the World Cup. Uh, but yeah, that guy, that guy knows what he's doing, man. So he, he, he does. A, but I mean, I mean, I think he'll be favorite again after the World Cup. Um, I don't see Osorio staying, even if he does good. You know, he's probably just tired of Mexicans <laughs> at this point. Well, I mean, Osorio, you know, yeah, we've talked about this, you know, for both of them. You know, at, at the time, you know, Piojo thought that he had reached, you know, the pinnacle of, you know, his he, he found his dream job in, in coaching the, yeah. the national team. And, uh, you know, you know, and, 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 and frankly, he did it. He did it pretty well. Now, he didn't get the opportunity to do a, 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 a full, uh, you know, a full four-year project. By some of the other ones, you know, I, th- I think that he would have, and I think that he would have, but he would have done just fine. And, uh, 
Oh, you know, Sodio always looked at, at Mexico. Well, if I do well with Mexico, then that's going to help me get, you know, yes. X or Y. And I think that that now it almost seems like that the, that the roles have reversed a little bit. And what I mean by that is that I think that 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 Piojo, you know, even you know, that he he has made himself a worldwide name by by. You know, by doing, I mean, I know that Mexico lost to Holland in the World Cup, but Mexico played well in that World Cup. I mean, I mean, I don't think anyone can say that Mexico, you know, lucked their way through that World Cup. I mean, they got seven points in the first, and they ended up tenth, I believe. Uh, you know, when, when, when you stack them, uh, I mean, Chile was ninth and Mexico was tenth. Uh, uh, you know, the two best uh, teams that lost in the round of sixteen. Yeah. And, and and you know what affected Piojo and and this, even even Van Gaal admitted to it was how they benefited from the water break. Sure. I mean, both both teams agreed to it, but I mean, had you know, he took more advantage. You know, he, he did. was able to. He did. I mean, to me, the the, the you know, and, and I don't want to, uh, you know, bring up old wounds again. But to me, the biggest, uh, <laughs> the the you know, aside from all that and, and and the changes and the subs and you know, you can go into the minutiae. But to me, the the biggest difference in that game was that Mexico's midfield was wiped out. They had they had nothing. The defense would yeah. get the ball, and then they'd get it to the midfield, and the midfield would lose it, and then they'd lose it, in, you know, on, on their side of the ball, and 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 that to me, and 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 because of the fact that Bioko was handcuffed with his changes, but you know, with two of them coming from injury, that that that, that he couldn't put in somebody to to you know he couldn't put in a Hulet to uh, to give uh, Herrera a break, you know, or, or you know he he he, he or or put in Marco Fabian to to give you know one of the other just you know some fresh legs, yeah, he just didn't have that opportunity. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, yeah, so Mexico ended up, ended up losing, but, but, but it seems now that, uh, that those opportunities that, you know, maybe Osorio thought were coming his way might be headed toward Piojo's way. I know that, I know that Chile, you know, at least it's rumored to me, I mean, I don't know who can start those rumors, but, uh, they are saying that, uh, you know, in the, in, in, you know, the, the pajaritos are, are saying that, uh, <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that, that Chile is, is, is absolutely interested in, and you know what, they, they should be absolutely interested. I mean, he is, a, he, he is, uh, in my opinion, right now, the best coach in Liga Mekis, and, and I don't so, think there's a close second. Supposedly they had approached him before they went with PC, um, you know, who was at Leon. But I mean, after that comment, I don't know if it was from Alexis, that whole, you know, that comment about Chile's 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 nivel going down because other players went to Liga MX. I don't know. I I, I think I know the Federation wants him. He might be met with some hostility by the fans, right? Just because I do feel a lot of the South American, you know, Chileans are going to look down on the league. I don't think all of them necessarily, but but I do feel like they they might not be so enthusiastic. There's going to be the equivalent of Osorio coming to Mexico. Exactly, because Chile has had a taste of that success, and uh, and uh, and you know, aside from the fact that they were uh, uh, summarily uh, eliminated from uh, from World Cup contention, they think that they're that they're, you know, you know, you know, we saw this with. Uh, We've seen this with other South American teams. We've seen it with Bolivia. You know, Bolivia, they had a, a good run in the mid to late 90s. And we saw it in, uh, I'm trying to think of who, who was, in, uh, uh, you know, we saw it with Colombia as well. I've seen it with Colombia a few times. 
So yeah, I mean, I mean, the the, the South American teams do come up, and you know, and, and let's be honest, they've had an absolutely fantastic generation of players. I mean, it was the same generation of players that played in the two thousand seven under twenty World Cup that lost to Argentina in the semifinals after Argentina had beaten Mexico in the uh, in the quarterfinals. So so and it, it's that group of of, uh, of players that have been able to uh, yes play together now Pio- for ten Piojo, years. Piojo did say he's ready. It was an interview, and he said he's ready to go abroad. Uh, so I, I, I could see it happening, but I think uh, right now I think he's candidate for the national team after the World Cup. I think I'll be surprised if he's not the number one pick. I just um, don't see why he would want to go back to that. I mean, I, I mean, I think that uh, you know, if they would have called it, if they were in trouble, he would have come back. But I just, I just don't see that he would want to come back. I, I think given the opportunity, I think that, that you know, you know, going abroad or coaching Mexico, I think that he would go abroad. Well, I mean, well, yeah. If but if there's no, if there's no good offers, I mean, he, he would be making really good money. Uh, you know. Sure, and, he can come, he can come coach the new Austin MLS team. That's going to start playing in a couple of years. He he could, yeah. So I mean, but but enough on Piojo. Uh, you know, at the other end we had Almeida, who's just a few months back, his stock was, he was at the top, you know. Right. He was the highest rated. He, people were even calling for him for the national team. And and now he's just hit rock bottom. Uh, he's even balding. They already spotted. Oh, really? So so is that why he was greasing his hair back to hide the bald spots? Uh, yes, sir. Um, but... You know the the rumors were strong during the summer of of uh, you know Spain Spanish teams interested in him, but he's he's tied to a long contract. He is, and I mean, and, and the reality and, is, is that I mean, and you you said it back in July. You you expected uh, Chivas to struggle. I'm sure he did too. Yeah, but I did not expect last place. I did not. Well, I did they, got, not they, got month, they got a month left. They got a month left. Yeah, but I mean. I think when when things go that bad, and and there's the uncertainty with the coach, uh, the future of the team, then I I do think that's gonna affect them more. So, so I mean, the rumors started popping up again of him leaving again, and especially when he he changed his contract to have See, a release clause, right? And it, it's activated in December. So, so no, that would be unfortunate. I think that would be unfortunate because because I, I, I think to me a true measure of a coach. Is how does he bounce back from you know that that's why you know that, that uh, how does he bounce back from this? That's one of the reasons why I uh, I, w- I was bullish on Cruz Azul because I knew that Hemes was going to be better than that, and I, and I think that he was humble enough to to know that you know I mean maybe he needed to study the the league a little better. And Cruz Azul has been you know outside of a couple of bad you know they've 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 played pretty well, and uh, yeah. So and and, and, I, and I do believe that, uh, that that Almeida has earned the right to get it fixed. And I think they will because I mean, let, let's be honest. He's, you know, by not making the league, yeah, what's he going to get? He's going to get a full preseason uh, with his complete team, which he didn't have in the summer. He's going to be playing in the Conca champions, you know, you know, directly into the, uh, in, into the knockout stages. So he's going to, you know, he's going to, he's going to have that to play for. So they can, you know, there'll be some extra games to help, 
get the team back in the rhythm. And if they can get on a good run there, then that's going to be very good for. Yeah. Uh, that that is all good, John. But if it's pretty obvious that he wants to leave, so if I don't think he does. Though. I don't think why, he does want to leave. Well, his 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 manager has been pretty busy, you know, looking for deals and. Rumors popped up just just recently. Well, but, 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 and, uh, that's the thing, though, is 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 that he is he would be better he would better suit his career if he if he stayed in in, in Chivas for at least then you know at least until the end of the until the end of next season the no, the, I, the clausura and no, you know, he didn't even have to win but he, but but if he can show him hey, and I had a but I bounced back and look where we are and he could win the Coca Champions then I think that it would it would be in a much better position to uh, to, to 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 jump. Well, if, I that's felt, what he wants to do. I would have felt more comfortable if he had not changed his contract. But I mean, I think he sent a strong message doing that. And and if you know, why would he get a wait? You know, he knows he wants to leave. I don't think he would be as forgiving. So I could see him getting fired. Ouch! Ouch! Yeah. So I mean, if 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 things aren't going well. He would, he would. I don't think he would hesitate to let him go. That is, uh, see, and and, and that, that to me is just is so unfortunate because, uh, I mean, I know that uh, that teams and general managers and, and club owners and Liga MX particularly have a very very itchy trigger finger and get real nervous about, or you know whatever it is, if you know their ego or, or you know doesn't allow them to keep coaches for very long when they have these, these, these bad runs. And, and again, I mean, I think that for a guy like Almeida who has won and let's face it, he's won some trophies for, 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 for Chivas. He did. That, he uh, did. You know, the, the, the whole, what have you done for me lately? Uh, I think in this case, I think is, is a little, uh, it's, it, it's, uh, I, I don't think it's it would make good business sense to do that but, just because they had but, a bad. I mean, a bad, especially considering you know why they had the bad season. It's it's not just so much like the bad season. It's a combination. Of, it's a combination of things. So it was um, the whole giving him a a long contract. You know, they extended his contract, but before that, uh, you get I was trying to get rid of him, so that was that was part of the reason why he. He had that long contract extension, and and then it's and then and then it came to Yera. I mean Yera, um Almeida like receiving other offers, and then him wanting to leave. So I think that relationship's been strained, and I do think his relation with Vergara is something else, though. But but Vergara hasn't really been met, you know. He hasn't Hands been on. that active with the team. No, even even in the recent um, the recent owners meeting, you know, for the for the television rights of the national team, it it was Higuera who went to the to the meeting. So I mean that that says a lot, and and that's that go to my next point because uh, what what we saw was that Higuera went with Televisa. So he pretty much backstabbed Grupo Pachuca, right. who had been dealing with him. So now, and I'm not sure because I think with Cota, I don't know if he was still alone or I don't think they ever bought him. So I think 
we uh, Chivas might lose that player in the winter transfer market. I was I was hearing something along the lines of Pachuca won a nine million or something like that. Goodness, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, unfortunate. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, to me, uh, I mean, if, if if they're having if they're having personal issues, then then I mean, I guess I, you know, I, I certainly would understand why. You know, if they want a a a, a an amicable parting or you know whatever it is, a, a conscious uncoupling. Were, but uh, I just, I just, I just think that it's. I think, I think it'd be a bad move for for ev- for everybody involved if 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 that did happen. I mean, again, a, a full preseason, you know, and a, 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 another more prestigious tournament to play, uh, you know, outside of Copa Mekis, you know, and then frankly, a, a tournament that you know Chivas would 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 do very well, uh, you know, making it out to the Club World Cup. I think they would they would enjoy that. Uh, that would be a very good experience for them. So. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they, you know, I mean, and honestly, who would you rather have, you know, as a, as a fan, who would, who would you rather have coaching Chivas next season? Would you rather have Almeida or, or someone from the, from the Monton? No, I, I like, I like Almeida, but I just feel the whole issue of him trying to leave just creates uncertainty, even, even with the players. And so they're talking about cleaning house, but even that's going to be difficult a bit, uh, at least with the quality of players you could get. I really don't see any national team caliber players m- moving their teams because if you do have one, why would you want to sell them now? They could have right. a stellar World Cup and he already missed out. Uh, so who knows what type of players they might be able to get. Uh, but There's already a list of some of the players that are on their way out and Fierro's one of them, I think, to the delight of many. Aside from me, who I, I'm still a Fierro believer. Um, yeah. So yeah, that you still pay the iron price when, when you watch the games. Yes, I <laughs> so I think it's going to be telling uh, after the after the season ends and the transfer market. That's going to tell us a lot. Yeah, see, but it also is going to de- it's going to determine you know uh, how much how much are they overreacting? Because I mean, I've always thought the win- the winter transfer window, uh, you know, un- un- unless you're getting just a you know a-, a quality quality quality, you know, you know one you know, but when when people buy you know four and five and six players, yeah, then that to me says that they have no idea what they're doing. So uh, I mean, like like last year, Pumas brought in that that that, that Nico Castillo guy uh, mid uh, in, in in the winter break. And from the first game, I mean, I mean, you could tell. Okay, this guy, you know, he obviously knows what he's doing, and you know, he's going to make a. He's, he's and he did. He made a huge difference for Pumas. You know, the fact that this was this past uh, game against Leon, which was a good win, by the way, was the first time that they'd won a game in like two years uh, without without him on the pitch. And and speaking of Pumas, John, they finally won. They did. They they did. Fight. It was the first <laughs> time since uh, like August, I think, or maybe even like late July. It was. It had been a while. And yeah, they, got, they got a win, uh, and a good win. I mean, you know, and, and I got, the, I actually watched the game, and uh, they, uh, they played with, they played. I mean, they played with a purpose. They, they had a, they obviously had a game plan, and they were executing it. And uh, you know, the players seemed to have a better understanding of what what it was that they were trying to do. And you know, I, I, mean, I firmly believe that, that 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 a team like Pumas, with 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 the way that the team is, the way the institution is. 
it's only going to work if you have a guy that that knows what that's all about. And you know, and and, and Patino, uh, you know, he came up in it. He played for Pumas. He played on the national team, starred on the national team before he got hurt. Uh, you know, unfortunately, he was. You know, his his World Cup would have been 1990. What? John, was he brought in as interim, or was he given the full reins? Well, I think that right now he's going to be an interim. But it, if if he can get them to like fifteen or eighteen points, I mean, I, I mean, the, 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 there's no question in my mind that they'll just remove the interim. The interim. I mean, the interim. You know, another another guy who who you know is is living his dream, coaching Pumas. You know, a, a guy who's going to put everything. You know, and, and he has a good mind. You know, he was the the the, the head of the Fuerzas Básicas, and uh, prior to this. So he knows the players, you know, he knows what he has. And, and again, I mean, they actually played, I mean, it was, it was night and day watching Pumas play under Patino than it was, uh, you know, with either hair or even with, with Palencia. I mean, Palencia, you know, I know that, you know, we always want to see Mexican coaches do well, you know, and it seems like they always have a much shorter leash, but they're toward the end of with Palencia. I mean, he, they, they were just fall apart and he, and he had nothing. He, he really had no answers for, for what was happening to Pumas. It, it was really for and this and the guy that brought in. I mean, that was just a just a band aid. And, and 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 you know the other guy that's on the bench uh, that's one of his assistants is Leandro. And I would love to see Leandro get a get a get a coaching or something because he was an outstanding player wow. in Liga Mekis for many years. So things finally looking up. Um, Spuma still have a chance of Liga. No, I mean it's a very slim chance. They're seven points out. I know that there's four points. I mean, they would have they would have to run the table for them to oh. even have, and that's not going to happen. I mean, honestly, right now Pumas, if they can get the 15 points, uh, they're at 11 right now. So if they, if they can get four points out of these next four games, that to me would be that's what, that's what they could not have is have a, have a season of like you know you have like 12 points or less. That that can't that that's cannot true. happen. Chivas is at nine. Happen. Yeah, is is the only team that's not in. Double digits when it comes to points. That's right, because uh, the other team that won, Joel, uh, and, yes. and the Jornada Doble was Santos. They Santos. Uh, they weren't on the TV yesterday, but they were on the on the internet. And, and Daniel Preciado joins us from Escondido. Daniel Santos with a big with a big big win, uh, kind of to ease the nerves I a little a, bit. Yeah, to uh, you know the 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 Chepo the Chepo cloud. Uh, Leaves awake. So uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to mess with our other good friend Joel here. No, um, I had a I had to make do with updates uh, via Twitter and uh, just and from their from their website. But uh, yeah, they won. Unlike, unfortunately for me, I wasn't able to, to watch it. Like you said. Um, yeah. Well, the, the Univision app, if you don't have it, Dan is actually really good. And and. Uh, they whatever game they have on their air, they'll have it on the app, and 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 that one I think that one was specifically on the app. So uh, I, I would definitely. Uh, no, I, I have the app. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, were you at the office? Uh, sometimes the kiddos take uh, take possession of the phone and rock out the PBS online. <sighs> so are they not Santos fans? Not yet. I, I'm working on it. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I saw. I think it was on on one of the. Uh, one of these social media sites that uh, that, uh, that that where we're connected, where you had a picture of one of your kids wearing a Momo onesie. What is up with that? My kid was wearing a Momo onesie. That's what it looked like. Like a little Momo? No, like a, like a with a, with the silk screen of of Morrissey. 
Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's like one of my favorite pictures just because, like, my, my little newborn just looks so tortured, very Morsey-like. Oh, right. The, the, the Morsey onesie, and then the, my other son's wearing, like, a soccer T-shirt, and he's just, like, kind of, like, laughing. It's just, I, I think it's just very indicative of their relationship. And, you know, siblings, uh, you know, I think all siblings can, can relate to that. Like, you know, one being terrorized, the other one kind of just laughing, right. laughing about it. Yeah. And, and, and do, do your, do your, uh, do your kids have the, the Santos strip for their appropriate age and size? No, they don't. It's, it's, it's hard to find around here, around these parts. That's why I think I have to go to, to, uh, to Torreon to, to, pick up some proper gear for the kids because it's impossible to find here i have some bootleg mexico jerseys for the kids right but uh santos is that that's that's a tough find well hopefully uh hopefully you will uh you will your endeavor it's about as hard to find as as, yeah it's about as hard to find as as the smith's t-shirts they're all the kind of you kind of have to special order them in order to get them I'm and trying I'm to remember. I'm willing to shell out eighty bucks for a for a sure. shirt that they're going to outgrow in a, in, a, in, a, in a couple months. Right. I'm trying to remember <clears throat> when I when I if when I saw Morrissey back in in a previous lifetime, if if I got the concert, because you know back then you know the concert shirts were a big deal. I got my brother uh, one. In fact, because um, I. I I might be getting my my events wrong, but I could have sworn my brother was wearing the T-shirt I bought him from the concert the day he came home drunk from the earthquake that we were talking about a couple of weeks back. Right. So yeah, it's um uh, yeah, it's my one uh, my one piece of uh, memorabilia that I took back from the from the the Hollywood Bowl back in '92, I believe. Yeah. I saw him at the. We're Starplex. aging ourselves, John. Yeah, we are. I saw, I saw him at the Starplex in '91. Um, it was so funny because uh, <laughs> that's when he had all he had all that glorious hair still. He did. He did indeed, and it was it was it was a good show. It was it was it was it was entirely too short. But that's a that that that's a that's a topic for for another day. So yes, if we go back to the so so Santos gets a big one. So they they've they've like like Pumas have moved out of the cellar. You know, leaving poor Chivas to. To, to stay among the, the the last of the of the single digit boys. Well, and in fairness, I think uh, our teams are were in much dire need of those points. Absolutely, uh, you know, Pumas is uh, you know, like I said, you know, getting kind of they could get eighteen points. That would be just outstanding. But I think that that's just asking too much. But yeah, fifteen but, but, though, fifteen is avoiding catastrophe. Yeah, a real catastrophe is like is like twelve and under. Uh, you know, Morelia was in that was in that mess for how many years because they had a season where they had ten and they had a season where they had like eleven or two, you know whatever it was. It was it was bad. They maybe 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 only had nine. So when you have a season like that, I mean, it, it takes it takes three years, obviously, because because they they use that as part of the uh, as part of the equation for three freaking years to to determine your 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 relegation coefficient. So. Uh, you know, I hate to say, it, but I know that Santos. You know, Santos is going to be in it for the next couple of years. You know, Pumas is going to be in it for the next couple of years. And if Chivas doesn't get their act together, they're going to be right back in it again if if, if they don't have uh, if they don't have a good season again again next year, which would be uh, which would be absolutely I, shocking. I actually think Chivas. There is some reason to worry, only because 
I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just uh, the, the the coaching situation is becoming a little more uncertain. It seems like. Yeah, we we, we and, were just uh, uh, discussing that before you before you got on. Uh, Joel seems to think that uh, that our, our good friend uh, Mr. Almeida won't be <laughs> much longer. He looked. He he had an overt look on his face in the press conference that I saw. I don't know if it was just me reading too much into it, but I saw a guy that was just over it. Uh, Could I, be. I think uh, I'll be surprised if 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 he's if he's still in Mexico by next year. Really? So you think he's he's gone? Joel, is he is he gone? If the right offer comes along, I think he will be. I mean, you, I, what if I what if there what if there's no offer and, and they just they just tell him that? No, his his agent's been hard at work, uh, and we we saw this from an interview he made. His uh, agent's name is Santiago Hirsi, and he um, he. He had an interview with El Financiero of all places, and he said, "He said um, Almeida has a good six months left." I mean, why? Why would he say that? You know, he pretty much. And I, you know what? I can't find the article anymore. I don't know if it got pulled, pulled out, but I have seen it mentioned in, in other articles. But I, I read the original article. Right. But. But it, something very similar happened when he was in Banfield, and and the president was trying to to sign him, you know, to get him to get him to extend his contract. And uh, it was uh, Clarín, I think it was Clarín. They were reporting about he six in Mexico negotiating. <laughs> well, I mean, and, the uh, dude showed up when when Chepo still had a job with like five suitcases. Yeah. Yeah, well, no. originally he was trying to get him the national team job. That's that's how Higuera and him ended up meeting. So uh, the agent came to Mexico to try to um, find him find him a team, and I, I think if you find if you know you're going after the national team and you can't get it, Chivas is the next best thing. Right. So, uh, but I mean, his stock is falling right now, just seeing how bad the team is doing and. It's, it has to be worrisome because then next season it's, it's going to be kind of hard to get better because you, you have some players that are like. I disagree though. Being, I, I, I think that they, that they will be better and I think that they'll be better prepared. And I say, well, you know, the fact that they have, you know, two tournaments to play, I think that that's going to, that, that, well, that, that's going to help. Cause it's well, not uncommon the for the, the campionitis to kick in. I mean, there's always, there, the, for some odd well, reason, the, the, the teams do tend to have a no, hangover. No, Dan, Dan. And there on. was, it's not in our reason. We've 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 talked about this. It's actually sixty percent of the teams that make the league final. So you don't even have to win it. You just have to be in the final. Sixty percent of the teams won't won't qualify uh, the, to the to the liguilla the next season. So a part of it is having a shorter preseason, and then just injuries and desgaste. So I yeah, I mean they I, they I played think, eight more games than the other teams. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I, I totally so so I, so I think you kind of like at least, and this is me coming from, I guess, a, a team that's expected to win less. I guess uh, where the next season is always a throwaway after a, a championship. Like, I'm not gonna trip if 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 they fall on their face. Like, they just gave me a championship uh, that's super super rare. So, um, 
it's rare for for more so than others for some but just you know you you kind of it's a throwaway season i mean everybody kind of knew it was going to be a rough season just with all the injuries that i mean that alone was was a huge setback injuries and gold cup because some of the players had to go yeah, to the gold exactly. cup exactly they had no preseason but see this is the one thing i'm i'm saying with 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 chivas is that for example you have salcido who's who has a key role in the squad, and, which is weird, and we saw <laughs> to me. Well, he's one of the veterans. He he's been long enough, and he's the captain. And he was he was really good at one point. He was one of the best Mexican players, you know, and, and you know when he was in his prime. So it's not like he's been, you know, he had some bad seasons, but the talent's there. And once he was subbed out, Chivas really suffered without him, and they don't really have anyone to replace him right now. And that's the whole thing. I, I I can't see them finding someone else, and it's just gonna get older. So I mean, just that right there. And then you have some some of these other players that are good, but then they have too many recurring injuries, you know, like Kalani's. And now that's that's beginning to happen with Pulido, who yeah, well, hasn't Pulido, really played. And yeah, and then you know, <clears throat> it, it, it's a classic because the injuries, at least, well, not the the ankle one, but like. You know, straining the hamstring, but that is just a classic. You know, guy trying to, you know, come back faster than he probably should, and uh, you know, he's not. His, you know, his body's not quite ready to uh, to do that. So, so he, he, to me, he's a player. Just, just shut it down. You know, let you know, let some of the youngsters uh, get a little time. You're not doing yourself any favors coming back and getting hurt again. So just, uh, you know, get ready for next season. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. I mean, we, you still have some young players with, with some good stuff. So who knows? I think Orbelin has not had a good season. And if he wants to go to the World Cup or even be be amongst that the list, you know, the the reserve call-up list, he better, he you better, better, you know. better get it going. Yep. No, I think, right. I think personally, right. I think I found him to be the biggest disappointment because I think he had – yeah, the, the most, most potential, right. to, yeah, exactly, exactly. The most to gain. Well, I think that's the best way to put it because he had a, a spot in the in the World Cup to fight for, and probably for personally, for him personally, bigger yet is is a chance to move abroad because he was showing definitely showing glimpses that, that he could definitely. Yeah. Well, luckily for him, he's still, yeah, I mean, he's only twenty one, right? So I mean, it's yeah. not like. So and that's I mean, the thing. He might be figuring him out a bit, and he needs some. Adjust probably still. So right now we do have uh, folks on the chat. We do appreciate that. Uh, no, no, no calls tonight because you know Chiquis hasn't showed us what voodoo he does to, to set those up. But uh, Richard Flores uh, uh, says saludos muchachos. So thank thank you Richard for for for, for listening. Uh, sorry about your uh, about your 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 fiera. You ran into a ran into a buzzsaw, of course, uh, against Pumas. Actually, uh, Leon has been playing really well. In the tournament, and in fact, you know they are in the in the Liguilla zone. They're, they're uh, six with twenty two points. Monterrey uh, still in first place despite losing at at Puebla, uh, which 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 to me is just how on earth how on earth does that happen for 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 teams good <laughs> at Monterrey to lose? And it, to me, it just goes to show you just how you know. You, you, and unless your team is just an absolute juggernaut, you're always going to have problems beating teams in. Uh, 
in Liga MX. And then, uh, of course, you have America up there with 26, uh, Toluca, you know, again, you know, it's a team that's just, you know, when, when do they ever have bad seasons? Uh, they're with the uh, third of 23, Tigres fourth of 22, Morelia, uh, you know, now that they have the, the whole relegation thing behind them, you know, can actually start playing again. And uh, they've got a they've got a sneaky good team, and they're at twenty two points, and Leon is at twenty two. Cruz Azul is in the zone with twenty one, and then there's a so, whole bunch of teams uh, uh, following that. Well, John, I wanted to answer your question about Puebla, and is that it, is, it, they they do have Ojitos now. He took over the team, and that's another coach that's been around. He knows he knows a thing or two about the right. MX. Yeah, it, it is pretty amazing how. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm obviously a, a guy with a pedigree of ojitos. I mean, there's, I know that a lot of folks, uh, at least that, that listen to us, don't, uh, you know, may may not agree because he had that he did have a a rough uh, a rough go of it with the national team. But he was, I mean, at least in my book, uh, you know, in the late '90s, early 2000s, was was just, uh, I mean, he had that. I'd never seen it. It's been so long since you've seen a team just dominate league. I make you the way that his teams dominated. It was uh, it was it was definitely impressive. So yeah, he's yes. he's definitely a coach that I'm, I'm sure just you know just uh, you know one or two little tweaks is is, is, is going to change a lot to, to to help a team. So you're right. I you know I have to have yeah. to admit I, I did forget about that. And, and he was at Morelia. He helped he helped keep Morelia afloat as long as he could. Uh, so right, he has he hasn't just been resting resting on the laurels. I think is. Exactly. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully things will, uh, you know, hopefully he'll get paid and things will work out in, uh, <laughs> in, uh, in, in, in Puebla. Now, the other thing that uh, that Richard said was uh, I made that to the U.S. national team, and I, I do want to uh, talk about <laughs> spend a little time talking about oh, the U.S. Yeah. national team again. I know that the, uh, we um, were on live last week while they were uh, in, in the process of, of not qualifying for the World Cup. And I found it really interesting uh, reading the fallout over, over the next few days from uh, the, the, the folks that, 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 that cover the sport for a living. And, you know, almost to a man uh, were, you know, you know, one, they were, they were, they were in complete shock. And, 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 and then two, there were the, you know, they, you know, each, each one of them wrote, you know, wrote or talked about, you know, these, this is what has to change for, for for U.S. soccer to, uh, you know, for for, the, for this not to happen again, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, I don't know. It, to me, it just seemed like it was just it was just a real, I'm uh, almost disingenuous. I know that there are some that obviously have been have been sounding the alarms for a while, and I and I and I, and I certainly uh, you know respect. But the, and we've talked about this in the past. It seems like a lot of the uh, the folks that do write for uh, publications and websites that that, that that cover U.S. soccer, at least here in the U.S., or uh, uh, they, they seem like they're 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 more cheerleader than they are uh, reporter or pundit. And it it, it it just seemed like the about face to me was a little was a little weird, a little weird. I don't know, I don't know if y'all noticed that or not, or maybe I'm just being crazy. No, I did. I did notice. I think they were more vocal and. They've been using the the defeat to to talk about other issues that they feel could be better. Right. So I think they're they're piling it all up now. The, the thing uh, that I found most interesting over over this entire uh, debacle 
was was hearing from former players and and former you know you know former people that you know whether it was a coach or you know someone that had that that had a part in a, in a in a previous excuse me in a previous process and almost all of them to a man said the US was way too arrogant and 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 that actually you know it actually surprised me because I've I've never had 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 thought of the US as 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 an arrogant team at all I mean I, I always you know thought of them as a as a team that was just that was just relentless and uh, a team that just would would do whatever it took, you know, they may not may not always win, but they were going to die trying. And 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 for these folks to say that that the U.S. played with this expectation that it was just going to happen by us just showing up, it was 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 really surprising to me. The, the only the only game where I kind of kind of get that feeling, and, and it's almost only one game. Was in the final against Trinidad, where um, it, it you know it, it didn't it didn't look like they were losing. At, at moments, the match felt like it was a friendly, right? Just just because some of the players weren't demonstrating that, you know, they weren't giving that extra. But overall, I don't feel like they were playing there again. I just feel like you know the generational change and. Losing out on, you know, some of their, some of their better talent is already underway out. Players like Dempsey and Bradley, and then they had Donovan retire. Right. So I, I think that that all just caught up to them, and it, you know, as as Mexico fans, we, I know we understand it because we've we've seen we've gone through very similar. Oh, where we were just we, we were just extremely lucky, where they were extremely unlucky. Just how everything happened with with Phantom Goal in Panama and two goals that shouldn't have been called against Mexico against Honduras. And one of those goals ended up being a freaky uh, uh, rebound that goes off the crossbar off and off uh, Ochoa's mug right into the goal. I mean, yeah, it just you know, at <laughs> and least their own goal. Mexico only had to deal with one other result. You know, the U.S. was you know the U.S. had to have two results go a certain way for them to not. And, and and they both ended up doing. Now the the, the bit about the arrogance surprised me, but then I was thinking about that because I remember uh, Michael Bradley was quoted. I think it was after the uh, Costa Rica match, where he was saying, "Hey, look, don't, you know, don't worry about anything. We're still going to qualify for the World Cup." And so I, I guess I can kind of understand where that arrogance comes from. And I was and I was kind of thinking about it. Um, you know, the, 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 that is that is the one thing that that we have talked about. Uh, not necessarily on this podcast, but I know that in conversations that we've had for years on, uh, you know, particularly on big soccer and, 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 and other boards is, is, is that Mexico is not good enough to be this arrogant in this region, especially with the other teams getting better and the other teams have gotten better. And I think that, and, and, and it seemed like the United States had to learn that the hard way, you know, Mexico came real close to learning that the hard way. I think the U S you know, the U S now, uh, you know, again, have to understand and you know, and, and this goes from from the top down, even to the fans. You know, you know, you don't think that you're going to win a World Cup in you know five years, ten years, or whatever. You know, whatever it is, if you, if you can't even get out of this zone, which yeah. is the, with the easiest qualifying in the entire world. Well, I mean, Mexico has been eliminated. You know, it's not like they haven't. Right. They, they you know, they missed out on seventy four, eighty two. I mean, they've had a few. A few misses, right? So I mean, it has happened to us. Yeah, so, um, so, so 
it's not guaranteed. You know, it's it's not really guaranteed. You, you could have like two two bad games, and that's just gonna turn turn the tide against you. Which we, you know, I, it happened at the previous qualifier. You know, Mexico failed to win. You know, early on, and no, it, I, I agree one hundred percent. And I said the same thing back then. Is that you know, Mexico, you know, be you know, be humble. You know, don't think that you're just gonna that you're just gonna win games just by showing up. And it's just and it's just you're not good enough to do. It. I mean, it, it's just they're just not good enough. And 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 the U.S. is they're just not good enough to think that they're gonna beat everybody. You know, they had I know that they had their six zero against Honduras and a four zero against Panama, but that that's just that you know that's just not gonna happen every game. Especially and especially and especially on the road. So, yeah, it, it yeah, just was just it, shocking to me that the U.S. had that uh, that, that the players had that attitude. Just it's, it's like it's like you know, have you not seen? It was. Uh, I'm sure for U.S. fans, it's got to be incredibly discouraging because I mean, this this right. really this should not have happened. I mean, the, the Concacaf sets up the qualifying to make to ins- almost ensure that U.S. and Mexico make the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this this will be the last time they miss out. It's gonna yeah, be exactly. even even yeah. it's gonna be even more more difficult to miss out. Uh, you know. Wait, is is um Qatar is not Qatar is not gonna be the first forty World Cup, right? Is is the U.S. No, yeah, it's it's still gonna be a thirty-two. So there'll be one more hex, and then the 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 World Cup okay. twenty-six will be the forty-eight team World Cup. Uh, I think you know. I think that's the one they should like fear missing out on. Would have been the Qatar one, just because they're hosting right after. So you, you know, you want your generation of players. You don't want them to miss out on, on that. Right. It could be extremely difficult, or or it could set you back. And again, we we've seen it with Mexico. You know, we missed out on '82. We hosted, even though we got lucky to host '86. It wasn't meant for us. Um, was supposed to go to Colombia, and then right. um, I mean, and, and then and then the team took what a year or two off, and they just they did nothing but travel the world and play friendlies. Yeah, and but you know we did good in '86, but then miss out on '90, and that was one really strong generational players, or uh, you know a lot of experts say that that would have. I cannot tell you how much Mexico. that still chaps my ass. Uh, you, what I want to think about seriously. Yeah, you I mean, had Hugo knowing in how prime. weak that yeah, knowing how weak that World Cup was. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I mean, Mexico, Mexico would have would have had a really good chance to at least at least make the quarters for sure, and maybe even yeah. Six. What at home they had, you know, they had that famous Quinto Partido, which they haven't been able to return. Right. But you know, they could have. I think they could have played another Quinto Partido. Is not too much to to ask for. Uh, had had. All those players. Well, it's going to it's going to depend this year. You know, obviously Mexico will be in pot two. We talked about that last week on the show, and uh, they are officially in pot two. Uh, their uh, last FIFA rankings came out; they're in sixteenth place. They needed to be in fifteenth to assure it, but because there's going to be two teams ahead of them that are not going to be in the World Cup, uh, and Wales. So John, I had a question on the yes. rankings. Yes, please. Were the fight? Were the were these results? Were they factored in or not? Oh yes, the no, last two. Yes, so they, how, absolutely, they absolutely. How did the U.S. go up a spot in, and and even Peru, Peru's in tenth. U.S. went up a spot, and then I think Mexico just stayed in well, fourteen. I think, I think it's because not only does it based on on the on the results, but also like results that fall off too. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I believe. Oh man. That. 
surprise. <laughs> Peru, Peru still surprises me for them to be intent. Yeah, there's no reason for them to be intent. I, I, I agree. But I you always know, kind of felt Wales was way too high. Well, Wales, at least they made the semifinals of, of, of the Eurocopa, which, uh, yeah. you know, which, which is big. Yeah, and they had, they had won some key games against some top teams. I mean, I wouldn't say key games, uh, even, even if it's friendlies. But the, the one, they were explaining how if you, if you win teams ranked higher than you in friendlies, how many more points you're just going to get compared to all the moleros we play. Well, that's the thing is, is that, you know, that, that's probably the biggest difference right there is that, is that, you know, Poland is, is going to be a group seed in the World Cup because they just don't play as many friendlies as, say, England, who's not going to be a group seed. And, uh, you know, had England not played as many friendlies, then they would absolutely be a group seed. <laughs> so, oh, so, so the Moleros actually, actually count the against teams, Do either teams really feel like teams like that should be seeded? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I think England, yes, just because they they had a really solid uh, qualifying campaign, and you know they in the in the Eurocopa, I know they lost to Iceland, but you know Iceland was, uh, you know, I mean, like like they, they got two goals on throw-ins for God's sakes. I mean, it was it was kind of fluky, but but they also have, you know, probably the best uh, you know uh, the best striker in the world right now, and Harry Kane, who was who has been just. I watched the the game yesterday, the the the, the was it or Tuesday, I guess it was. Where he got a perfect pass with like the 80th minute, got a perfect pass, and he thought he was gonna he was tucking it home at the Bernabeu, and he just barely missed the post, and he was like had this like dump down, and then it turned out that Navas made just a, just a glancing uh, deflection on it to, to to send it out. So yeah, I mean he's been, you know, he has been on fire. He has been outstanding for for both uh, Tottenham and for England. So yeah, he is. I mean he's. Him, him alone is is one of the reasons why, or he alone is one of the reasons why England is is playing as well as they are. He's he's really good, and and they haven't had a striker, they had a, a striker like that, a goal scorer like that, really since uh, since Lineker. So yeah, so I mean, I do think that England, uh, Poland, I couldn't tell you. Well, I guess we'll find out when we uh, when Mexico plays them. I got to quit doing. I don't that. know. I guess. I don't know. I, I guess I should. I shouldn't be as dismissive as I'm being. I just. I, I don't. Well, Poland is in there. Europe, Europe, Europe doesn't they scare me. I guess Europe doesn't scare me. Well, I think it depends think it on is. who. <laughs> I think that Honestly, there are teams I, in Europe that that, that 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 definitely make me pucker more than others. There's no question. Like Germany three, makes me absolutely makes me pucker. Germany and I think France personally. Yeah, to me, it's it's Germany, France, and uh, and Spain. All three of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you those. The rest, I'm like, you know what? We can beat them. Yeah, and then luckily Mexico will only have to deal with one of those, if at all. So that is, uh, all right. Saying if if they, if they deal with one, they won't deal with with any of the other two. Yeah. Unless, of course, if they're in the cruce, which then you know, that'll be that. But uh, but I I do agree with you. I think that there's a lot of European teams outside of, you know the, you know the 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 Germanys and the Frances and the Spains or that I think the Mexico could, could, could handle very well. And, and I do think that this is something that I, and I catch, I caught myself saying it, but uh, I think it was, uh, who is the, uh, the anchor lady on, on Fox in Mexico? Is it the Marion Reimers? You know what I'm talking about? The, I'm not. She's, uh, she's one of the anchors who does the, the, the Fox, uh, 
at the Fox Sports Center down in Mexico. She had a fantastic, fantastic uh, a tweet uh, a couple days ago, and she said, "You know, you know, fans that watch a game and watch their team win and say ganamos." She says it's just like watching a porno, and after you watch it, you're saying cojimos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's great. That's pretty yeah. fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic, and 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 then she's absolutely right. So I, I I have to quit catching my I have to catch myself every time I use we when I want to talk about a team. It just drives me it drives me crazy when I do that. You know what? I'm, I'm a little bit euphoric right now. So pardon me for for the use of a we. I'm a, I'm a little like I said. I'm a little euphoric over the Doyers right now. So um, that's I, right. I, I, I'm feeling like a we kind of person right now. Congratulations, and 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 it's looking it's looking like Dan. We could have a Doyers Yankees World Series. Los Yankees, way no mames. Which which would be Fox right now is going please, please Yankees, please, please Yankees. <laughs> it's been, it's been thirty <laughs> yeah. years. It's I mean when I was a kid they played in three. Uh, they played in seventy seven, seventy eight, eighty one, eighty one. Okay, because because Fernando pitched in eighty one. Against Los Jenkins when he was a rookie. Wow, that's right. The the the, the Dodgers, the Dodgers have made it. Yeah, and I like that they did it too. Emphatically, yeah, they, the way they win like ten, eleven, nothing, or what was it? Eleven to one. <laughs> well, good for you. Congratulations, congratulations, yes. all Dodgers fans. But so yeah, so oh. sorry. Um, they can they can take they can take them outside of those three. I feel pretty good that even 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 with a, a port with a with a with a Portugal with Ronaldo, I still think Mexico could could potentially beat them. Right. I mean, I mean, and to me, honestly, you know, like I said again, outside of those, any and I would probably add Argentina to that. But but I think but I think anyone else in the world, I think the Mexico could 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 certainly give a game and can certainly can certainly win. I don't uh, think you know what. Could be, I'm yes. gonna have to be right here, the the party pooper. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I just haven't seen us win a big game like that under Osorio. Oh well, that that goes without saying. You know the the two big matches he's had, we failed them. I don't want to say the we as <laughs> after your quote, John. Um, but yeah, they were disastrous. Against Chile and then Germany, and those have been the two biggest in knockout stage, and that's basically the only thing I have to go off of right now. So outcome does not look good for me. I mean, there's no question that. Well, uh, on the flip side, though, Joel, they are beating the teams that they technically should be beating. So if that goes to form, and if the draw is kind, then you could potentially see Mexico getting to a fifth game. Before they no, lose four, I, before they lose I, five to one. No, I, I could see Mexico <laughs> in the round of sixteen. I, you know, I, I could see them being at the round of sixteen. I just I'll, whoever the opponent I'll be, I'll be is. Surprised. I, the, the way it's the way it's worked out now, I'll be surprised if they don't make this the round of sixteen. Well, at this right point, now, it would be a major point, they, catastrophe if they didn't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So at this point, like uh, the way it's lined up, they, there's no reason for them not to qualify. So. Um, there, we're back where we are at every World Cup is, is to see if they can get to that fifth game or, or beyond. And I don't – I think a lot of it's going to depend on the draw at this point because I don't think they'll beat a, a, a team that's better than them 
but I, I do like our chances against uh, teams that are that are lesser. Hmm. Yeah, the, uh, there's no question that. But again, it's, it's also going to depend on the draw because you know Mexico could still get uh, a team like uh, Croatia or like an Iceland or somebody like that 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 could certainly give Mexico a run for their money. You know, and there's there's no guarantee that Mexico would beat a team like that. So again, I mean, it, it's it, it, but if but if Mexico, let's let's take a look here. Let's look at the FIFA rankings and see who uh, who's going to be in 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 pot uh, in pot three. Let's uh, let's call that up. So Dodgers Yankees. That is. Uh, that is fantastic. All right, here we go. So in pot three right now, uh, it's looking like it's going to be Croatia if they qualify, Denmark if they qualify, Iceland's in, Costa Rica, Northern Ireland if, if, if they make it, Sweden if they make it, Rep- Republic of Ireland if they make it. So that's, uh, what's that, one, two, let, let, let's, so it's one, two, And maybe Tunisia and maybe even Egypt. So if they get Tunis, they have the you know the revenge of Rosario or wherever it was that they played. Yes, the Tunisia. I, I want it. I want it too, John. <laughs> this is in the football the revanchas. So yes, God willing, we will land them. But look at that. I mean, that's that's pretty manageable. Yeah, the, the, again, I mean, there, there are teams that you obviously don't want to play in there, but then, uh, you know, I mean, I mean uh, Croatia, I think, would be would 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 be a toss up, and probably Iceland. Outside of that, I think everyone else is. I mean, I think you know, everyone else is pretty accessible. Chavos, on that note, I must get going. Yeah, te vas, Joel. Me pegan, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna go uh, celebrate yeah. your your the Dodgers, the Dodgers big win. No, I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch base. But I might have to jump in the well, bandwagon for the. Stay, you know, <laughs> just, I was gonna say, just to enjoy like, the man, atmosphere. Dude, you should. You should make your way down to Huntington Park right now. Uh no, I'm really far from there right now. Oh, it's a shame, man. Because it, it, it's a good time, man. Yeah. El, cru- yeah, el cruising. Have... El cruising se pone. <laughs> Hey, do you uh, do you do you listen to uh, uh, the old guy and, and and Fernando calling the games at all, Dan? No, I I, I listen and I listen to it in English. So it's ironic that, that this is the first year without Vinny, and they don't and, and they make the World Series. Wow, that is true. Who replaced him? Is it like Charlie Steiner or somebody like that? Charlie Steiner, he's been on there. Uh, he's been he's been doing it because uh, Vinny wasn't calling the full games anyway. He was calling right. in like like every other inning or something like that. Oh, okay. Or like a couple innings and then he'd take a break and then. Uh, I like Charlie. Yeah, good guy. Yeah. He, he once though when they first started doing those ESPN uh, this is Sports Center commercials, he was once traded to Melrose Place. <laughs> 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 it was pretty funny. It's a pretty good commercial. That is funny. So all right. Well, I, this is probably a good time for us to, uh, to to wrap up the show, actually. Uh, I know it's kind of a short show, but when you only have a handful of folks, it, uh, we don't necessarily have to go with the, our regular four-hour shows that we normally do. But uh, but good uh, good to have uh, you on with us, Joel, and good to have you, uh, Dan. Thank you guys for joining us. 
Sorry, I was a bit late, but uh, well, you were busy. Always... Yeah, we, we understand why you were busy. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and that's quite <laughs> all right. I understand. I understand. Joel, thanks very much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, I guess Joel has dropped off. I was going to give him a little, yeah. a little. Uh, but but he uh, but he dropped off, so that won't. Uh, well, that happened. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Dan, thanks again. Thanks so much. And uh, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, again, we're on live every Thursday night, uh, usually 9.30 Central Time, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 on the East Coast, and 8.30 Mountain Time. Don't want to leave out those folks. And, of course, you can listen to this and all of our previous editions of the Cantina Mekis podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. And I think we're still on SoundCloud, but I'm not exactly sure if we're still on there or not. But either way, uh, we thank you guys for joining us. My name is John Jagu. We'll talk to you guys again next week.